There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good afternoon from Stockholm. This is Victoria. Hello. Good morning from Bogota. This is Josephine. And actually, it's going to be kind of the last episode of you sending from Bogota for a while. These are my last hours in Bogota before I pack my big belly, eight bags, two prams, <laughs> a snowboard. We managed to negotiate that the surfboard is staying here uh, on an airplane if yeah. they let me on. <laughs> Not to forget your husband and son that will also come, right? Yeah, I think I managed... Potentially they get seats not next to me because I only paid extra <laughs> leg room for myself. <laughs> but I'm a little bit worried now because Raph is on my ticket. It's a weird kind of we divided our tickets. So we're on different tickets. So now it might be worst case scenario where I have extra leg room and Raph is next to me and not Steve. So we'll see how <laughs> we we'll see how this all end, uh, ends up. So, as you can hear, Josephine, you are right in the midst of one of the biggest stressors uh, of life, you know, moving, mm. which you're in a sense an expert of. So maybe it doesn't really count for you. But actually, it this counts. episode is kind of like a boost or a pep talk on how to avoid stress and have less negative stress in our lives, really. Yeah. And that's a bit ironic because we're both full on. <laughs> <laughs> we're both super stressed. No, um, but exactly. That's what we're going to talk about. And we found all of this really exciting research and, of course, have our own examples of how to lead stressful and less stressful lives. Yes, And so this is also one of the episodes that can be used by the corporate clubs, which is sort of a theme with a more deeper pep sheet and everything prepared. So if you're interested in a corporate club in your company and organization, contact us via our webpage, ruseandshine.com for more information. Exactly. And when I am, well, basically, if they do allow me on, on this plane, uh, then <laughs> which we certainly hope they will, I have all of the paperwork. Oh, God, even I even have um, my, my doctor here prescribed a shot with like a really long needle that I'm going to take myself into my lake today to prevent blood cloth. Really? 
Yeah, it's quite. I love how medical care is so different in different countries. It's you know, quite uh, intense. Um, so yes, yeah, so if all of that goes well, then when this episode <laughs> is released, uh, we will be tomorrow on Friday. We will be live potting at Clarion Sign Hotel in Stockholm. Yes. So. If you haven't yet, there might still be an opportunity to join us. We, we don't know. There's The tickets are running out. But there might still be an opportunity to join us, in which case go into the Clarion Sign or the Bruce and Shine website and get your tickets. Yes, we would love to see you there. But back to the stress episode. Yes. <laughs> so we've kind of put it up in, in a couple of different sections, going through a little bit what is stress. And most of us kind of know, but it's just good to think about it for a while. What is it really? And then what causes it? Mm -hmm. And then the final two parts is, okay, so practical tips to deal with it if you are already there in that stressful situation. And finally, the last section, which is maybe the most important, is what can you do to prevent it from not ending up in that stressful situation in the first place? There we go. So the first point, what, what is stress? Yeah. And really, that's kind of a good idea and good to be aware of that it's actually a biological response. Mm -hmm. So it's coming all the way back from our caveman ability to survive really so whenever you see something that you think is this could be danger or this could be bad it triggers this response of adrenaline that the caveman really needed which meant okay you either fight or you flight and the third one is actually or you freeze is so, freeze good for anything or is that just um Is that when you like you oh, meet a bear? No, I was thinking about like there's a burglar coming in your house and he's <laughs> freeze so that he, <laughs> so he doesn't notice, <laughs> you know. That's like or like the bear comes. You were a caveman and there's a big bear. Don't run or don't fight. Maybe freeze. Yeah, must have been that way. Yeah. So this adrenaline glands that get started that gives you this bunch of hormones. Actually, they give you physically increase your heartbeat, increase your breathing rate, makes it easier for your muscles to use the glucose that we need. It really stimulates your everything so that you are ready to either, you know, flight or fight mm -hmm. or freeze, mm -hmm. I guess, which is in some quite a few cases, even today, good things that you need. And, and we'll, we'll come back to that in, in a second but the problem is which is sort of the downside of all of this that if this happens too frequently and when you don't need that physical response in your body because it's not going to help you yeah that can lead to high blood pressure high risks of heart attacks and strokes even but things like headaches anxiety insomnia weight gain And all these other kind of really negative things. Yeah, so stress has, of course, these good parts of it. But then there are parts where it's really counterproductive to what we want. And to give a very specific example, but obviously because where I am right now, I was reading about it in relation to giving birth. Yeah. And how we have this feeling of stress. But actually that locks everything down. That locks your body 
away from the process of giving birth because it assumes that maybe you're giving birth but a bear is coming and you need to actually run or freeze. And you need to <laughs> you need to stop the whatever yeah. you're doing yeah. and get away from there and that's why for example then during birth you want to kind of work against the the stress that you are feeling and more relax and breathe and yeah that's yeah that's so true that's very interesting i i'd say but before we go there, are there any times when it's really good to feel stressed? I think we all have this feeling of, you know, stress can make our, our blood uh, pump and makes us uh, more prepared maybe to enter a stage or yeah. entering a, a race or a competition, you know, it, it wakes us up. Probably our live podcast on Friday is going to be our best podcast <laughs> ever because we're going to have this rush of adrenaline and, you know, <laughs> feel all excited about as that. As long as we don't freeze. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, um, so for sure, I actually try to sometimes create that feeling. And I remember now I'm, I'm so used to stand in front of audiences and groups and workshops and everything. So I really try to kind of create that feeling and trigger that mm. sort of slight to get that a bit of adrenaline because it makes you better. Yeah. And it's been... Really good, I'm thinking with the yoga, that's been something that's been new to us this past year. And it's been really good to feel a little bit slightly nervous, slightly stressed before going into the room. Because uh -huh. then I think, you know, you perform better than if you didn't have that. Yeah, you otherwise become a little bit too blessé. Yeah. Right? It's a little bit too easy. You've done it so many times, you don't have to prepare. Yeah. No, exactly. Making it a little bit more, putting the bar rising the bar a little bit um yeah and I'm, I'm thinking for me like running races and everything which i hope i will be able to do again one day when my knees are better but who knows uh, but it's so nice to get that adrenaline rush and it's kind of a hate love mixture but then of course that's the perfect adrenaline rush because it's before you do something physical mm. and i think that's that's the problem when stress is not so good that you get all these physical reactions that you don't really have any use for yeah. when you are in that situation. Or you get it when you're about to go to bed because you start thinking about something stressful. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So have you mm. felt stressed in this? If you look back to this year, have you felt <laughs> <laughs> stressed? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yes, I have felt uh, stress <laughs> this year. Um, I think also that's what makes stress sometimes uh, difficult because I think that it's very easy to think of stress as this one thing where, you know, you're in the rat race or the stress is because you're you're working really hard and you're picking up your kids and, and that kind of mm -hmm. nine to five life stress. And I think that's maybe easier to pinpoint but what can be stressful are things that like, oh, a move, for example, yeah. or starting a new job, even though maybe the job is not so stressful in itself. But big life changes, basically, cause a lot of stress. Yeah. And I think it can be stressful sometimes because I think maybe that they shouldn't be stressful. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I've certainly experienced stress this year.
So that actually leads us very nicely into you've started already sharing quite a few good examples mm-hmm. on what causes it. Yeah. And we did a little bit of research on this and, and, and a bit of thinking <laughs> in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one, of the, one of the really interesting uh, topics that came up was in regards to equality and stress. Or inequality, gender inequality. Yeah. I was actually Googling inequality and then realized, of course, it actually, it's not only women and men. It's also inequality in terms of our societies where, where people are more stressed and the different reasons for being stressed, such yeah. as, for example, economical stress. Um, but it was really interesting and it is interesting to see that women tend to be more stressed. We're seeing a lot more stressed women than men. Yeah. Um, there's a number of different reasons that are outlining this. One is that women tend to work in more professions where they're in contact with people. Which is um, so interesting. I mean, that should be, what are we doing to each other? I mean, <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> it's like, come on, that should be something that should relieve us from stress that Mm. we get to have lovely relationships. But obviously we're not really doing that well then. Well, I think it's not only that though. I think in contact, these type of more social professions, there might be that you see less tangible results from what you're doing. It's less of kind of a, okay, I managed, I completed this, I completed that, which can be very satisfactory and can reduce stress in people yeah so I think it's it's not only around meeting people but rather about how your tasks are defined and whether you're seeing that you're adding value or not yeah then there are maybe what we're more inclined to see which we've heard a lot about I think lately which is in the U.S. they're estimating that women are still carrying out about one more hour per day of work in the home Unpaid work. And there's similar statistics in Sweden, who's supposed to be one of the most equal countries in the world. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Yeah. Scary. (laughs) (laughs) And it was also interesting because when I was reading about it, it's not only that that seems to be a fact in many, many families and many relationships, but also that our cultures are always belittling that we're joking about it so much. Yeah. In a sense that the the victim of this is it's not taken seriously for this. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's that carrying out of that extra burden. And I know that my husband, for example, wouldn't necessarily agree with this. He thinks that, you know, we're very equal. Yeah. And I would not maybe not say that a hundred percent. I think it goes up and down at different times. But what I think is really interesting is that emotional labor that was articulated in a number of of articles, which is less about tangible things like putting or making dinner or or emptying the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. But it's the responsibilities that for somehow are just put on the woman. And if they don't happen, um, it's kind of becomes the woman's fault. Yeah, that's interesting. And also, I think in the woman, in our mindsets, we feel responsible for this. Yeah. So on the one hand, it's about probably uh, not taking that responsibility, because if you take that responsibility, everyone will appreciate it and and, and use it. Yeah. But the article, what it was saying was that, for example, it was in regards to a social event that the author was going to and, and she'd left the responsibility to her husband. And they arrived late and it was all chaotic and and so on. And the blame 
was all given on her. You know, she was blamed for them not being on time and, and so on. And that was how she was expressing that this emotional labor tends to be placed on the woman yeah. more than on the men. Yeah. Of course, this is, uh, you know, it's not like this in, in all relationships or at all, but uh, I think it's quite real <laughs> and women are feeling stressed. Yes, and I think another important role in sort of creating stress is all the millions of articles and news coming up on stress on the topic itself. And I don't really think it's such a great balance. It's either this trauma articles, how society, everyone is getting burned out and like this is an illness and people can't handle it. So that's the one side which immediately makes you to think like, oh, am I not stressed? <laughs> Maybe I am stressed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's like, it's so, you know, which is great. We should write about it because it's a problem, but it gets so much attention that I'm starting to think that maybe it helps to generate that feeling that we all should feel miserable. You know what I mean? That we should feel miserable, that we are, that we all are miserable. Well, we yeah. are all miserable. So if you're not there, it's like, oh, well, maybe I am there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of a gloomy outlook. Yeah, mm. so so that's the one hand. And I think the other hand is, you know, you have all these super people and they go out and, and you have these articles how they handle everything and there's no trace of, of stress at all. So it's kind of not really a great balance. And they're not working a day of their life because they love yeah. their jobs. So that's not... <laughs> I can say things like that once in a while. You know, not really like that. But, you know, I, and that can also be provocating, right? Yeah, certainly. And I think that balance also translates to... How I can feel sometimes, I don't know if you feel the same way, but you're either in it and you're quite stressed and it's a bit too much. Mm -hmm. And then you go into your more restful period and then you might have that little evil person on your shoulder telling you, why are you taking it so easy? You're, <laughs> yeah. you're chilling out too much. You should be working harder. So that means that even your relaxed time doesn't really become so relaxing because... You might be judging yourself there for not working hard enough. Yeah, and I think that's such a good point. And we'll come back to that when we talk about practical tips how to deal with it. But it's like you should enjoy both parts. So enjoy the achieving and, and try to find that in, in a good balance. And then enjoy resting and, and rejuvenating and, and gathering energy without feeling like, the slacker you know or someone on your exactly what you said on your shoulder telling you not to do that yeah and, and social media is of course one of the the problems here or can be yeah in terms yeah. of making us always see these uh, beautiful people doing a uh, beautiful amazing incredible things and makes us feel like slackers how do you think about yeah, that but but i in a way, I mean, I think it's really nice that people put up nice, positive things on social media. Because really, do you want to see people on their bad days? And yeah, I know that some people are like, this is so nice that you're showing yourself with this. And, you know, you of course, you should share vulnerable moments and all these things too. But in a nice way, it's, it's a nice way to go for inspiration and, and get these things that give you a pep. Mm -hmm. I mean... You have to realize that what you see is the 10 
percent of that person's life, if even, you know. And that's it's their the, best days. Yeah, that's their best ten percent. That's what's coming up. Mm. Or what do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's a bit of a, the um, as the consumer, you need to filter. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that for me, maybe what that would mean, and I'm not so great at that yet, but that is to. I would say sometimes we turn to the phone and social media when we're bored and we don't have so much to do. Yeah. And then we look at all of these inspiring people. And of course, that can help us to get inspired, but that could also really push us down. So I think it's about being aware yeah. when you use social media and for what purpose, because Often I think it's used as a kind of a pick-me-up when you're feeling down or feeling down, but yeah. not being so productive. Or, yeah. And that is probably, I'll speak for myself, that's probably not a good time to be using social media. That's not, and you're right, spot on, because the trick is to identify, does that work for you? Mm. And then and, and sort of lift yourself out a little bit and look at yourself and say, hey, when I do that, do I feel better? And sort of analyze. And if you come up to the conclusion, like it seems you kind of did, maybe don't go there then. Maybe say, no, that's not a time for me that it works. So avoid it then. So I think it's a little bit, and we'll come back to that now when we go into sort of the practical tips on on how to deal with it. But I think that's the key. You need to learn to read your own signals mm. what gives you good energy what gives you not so good energy mm. and if you notice that wow this is not really great for me well then remove yourself from that selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So there are a number of typical or the big stressors in our lives. Yeah. And I guess those could be good to be aware of so that we're a little bit less hard on ourselves when we go through those things. Yeah. 
So there's been a list produced since many years, actually, of like research says, what are the biggest stressors that we do have, the most stressful events in life? And there's like a top 10 list and it goes all the way down to 40, I think. But the number one is quite scary and sad. It's like the death of a loved one to experience that. And I guess the key here is if you find yourself in a situation like this to just really give yourself some kindness because it's going to be a super hard period. And I think that goes for this entire list, right? Mm -hmm. Number two is separation or divorce. Yeah, which is super stressful, of course. Yeah. And then, interesting enough, number three is getting married. Yeah. Was that, <laughs> so was that stressful? Did you have a stressful time getting married? No, I, I don't think it was that stressful. But I do remember some friends getting married before us and I remember them like walking down the aisle and looking so stressed like stern <laughs> faces you know and they were like this and I was like oh wow they're not really enjoying this you know and and so that kind of gave me a hint to enjoy the journey and see it more of a celebration and not being so picky about all the things yeah but you had quite a stressful wedding with all yeah, I mean, we found... You managed to create... <laughs> we found family stressful. Like, we weren't so stressed in many ways. But we found... We had, a, like, a destination wedding. And, like, we found it stressful to coordinate. Because we found that people were... Friends were easy and family was more more challenging <laughs> we found yeah but you would treat you know the family knows how to trigger your how stress. to trigger your yeah, feelings for sure yeah exactly yeah so i guess that's about getting married so all the things around as well mm. so number four on the list is starting a new job could be stressful mm, I've, i'm not sure i would agree that it's that stressful it's quite of nervous and everything but not that stressful no I, I agree with you but I think that can really depend on if you're used to it or not I feel like we've changed so many jobs well and... I guess you know being a yoga teacher is kind of a new job and mm -hmm. that yeah but not that stressful no not up there for me all right number five workplace stressors so this is really more about things happening at work which is stressful yeah and of course that's where people find I think a lot of their stress yeah I agree. And I think the challenge with stress is when you feel that you can't control it, that you're stuck in a situation. And that's when you get that panicky feeling. And sometimes that's what people will feel about their situation at work, that they can't really take themselves out from there. Mm -hmm. Financial problems is number six. Yeah. I think economy is, is a stress, whether it's financial problems or whether you have become part of the rat race and you're comparing yourself to what other people have and what you don't have. <laughs> I think financial stresses can really be up there. <laughs> and I just heard someone say, like, you know, it's important to take care of your finances, but also it's not going to help you to be stressed about it. And I guess that's the entire thing, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then we are moving to a new home. Yeah, add country, city to that. Yeah. I would say that that's something I wouldn't have thought about being so stressful before. But now having done it a number of times, yes, stressful. <laughs> I, I agree. Stressful and selling your home. and Yeah, that's definitely yeah. The next one is touch wood, you know, it's a, I mean, the chronic illness or injury. I mean, of course, even, you know, if, if it's happening to you, but also to others, 
I felt it could be annoying to have like a small little injury. I can imagine how awful it must be mm. when it's really, really tricky. Retirement. Number nine is a little bit fun and it's so interesting. <laughs> a little but bit I, fun? Yeah, it should be great, right? But that also goes for the fact that we say we'll never retire, but just I, I think it's a bad thing. Like, okay, so now it's over. Yeah, but of course. I mean, imagine, I feel like moving, for example, from Myanmar, where we'd lived five years, that was a huge thing just because it's like that epoch has left, you know? Yeah. And imagine retirement. It's like, yeah, it's, of course, huge. Yeah. And, and you know, it's also like, okay, so now my working life, is it's finished? No, let's not go there. Let's not <laughs> retire. But then the interesting thing, which I also think can be a big stressor is number 10 transitioning to adulthood for the parent or for the adulthood both. for the teenager <laughs> as a mother of teenage girls both yeah, that's I what say. i was uh, thinking <laughs> yeah so those are like the top 10 stressors um there so now comes the idea all right what are practical tips to deal with it actually what is it that you can do i mean we'll, we'll talk about how to prevent it but first of all if you are already in a stressful situation, what is it that you can do to calm yourself down, if you wish? And many of them would be around starting by just taking care of yourself. Yeah. And actually, that's kind of key, because if you are in a situation that you feel you can't get out of and it's so super stressful, maybe that involves you need to get other people involved to help you change that situation but start out by just looking at yourself, your own habits, the things that you do, because you have direct influence over that. So start with that. Does that mean, all right, prioritize having like really good sleep. Sleep usually helps a lot mm -hmm. if you don't have insomnia, of course, because then it's going to be a problem. But, you know, make sure you get your hours. Yeah. Then practice uh, breathing so start to whether it's just like these two minutes a day of listening to your breath it could be a really good technique while you're in it but also long-term benefits yeah and really check your your breathing techniques because even before going into that stressful conversation or that thing you stop and take a couple of few deep breaths that's actually going to help you a lot to not only feel less stressed, but to center yourself and to sort of remind yourself, okay, so what's my intention of where I'm going next? Mm. So that helps in so many ways than just taking like deep breaths, which I think some people think of it. And the breath is something that you actually, you can fool your brain with. Yeah. By breathing calmly, you actually send signals to the brain that you are calm. Yeah. Uh, which then in turn, send signals to the rest of the body to relax. Yeah. So it's a really good technique. Yeah, for sure. So actually, coming to think of it, we could post on Instagram some breathing techniques that we've learned that everyone could use, right? Sounds good. Then simple things like staying hydrated, eating for well-being, those are important things. And one thing that we've spoken a lot about that we love is get moving. And there's so much research showing that going for that run, even if it's just 25 minutes, will really help you combat stress. Absolutely. So for anyone listening to this episode, really try to think about and analyze your situation. So what is causing you to feel stressed? 
there are so many different parts of our lives and, and you might feel stressed in some areas and, and less stressed in others. Yeah. So really try to dig deep and identify where your where your stressors are. Yeah, and I really like the theory and the idea. Imagine that you could put all your important things going on into your life in different cups so kind of like water cups and and you could put them on sort of a big plank with all of them there and I think a lot of people feel that all right so I'm super let's say the work cup is super filled up uh, and they blame that cup for them being sort of burned out but actually I think you really only fall into it when all the different cups are being filled up at the same time. So really what you can do is just to think about all these different cups that you have. Don't have too many, first of all, going on. And then see what's the water level, what's the balance there. And what if you're a manager and you're seeing that your staff is stressed? What what can you do? Well, this is really what we're working on, on the book we're writing on just now. I think this is a key future managerial skill well not future it's for now as a manager you really need to kind of go around with the manchette and help your team members to analyze their situation Mm. and be clear in what are the priorities what are the most important things where you want to spend time on and as an employee it's also if your manager is not you know be proactive and go for it yourself have this dialogue and and see how 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 filled are your glasses and maybe there are some glasses that you need to remove some cups you know Mm. Mm. and work on what actually makes a big difference so another important part is just finding your balance between being uh, ambitious so for example picking your kid up at nursery I think many of us have this idea that it's all about getting home and it's all about getting that dinner ready or prepared but really what about if we started to enjoy that picking up of every second stone and uh, investigating every stick and enjoying that as part of family hangout time so kind of lowering our ambitions yeah so to find like the moments Mm, right in in everyday life and so it's a twist because it's this balance between being ambitious, like you want to be, right, and, and achieve things, and, and that's great. And it can also be stressful if you don't do that. And then the balance of letting go and being really good at that. And we said before, like the slacker time kind of thing. Mm. But then use the time of letting go and really do nice letting go things, which could potentially be just going for a nap or but also take that nice little tour home. You're anyway going to walk back home from nursery or however you do it and make it to a nice time, yeah. a nice moment. Yeah. And then finally about preventing stress. Mm. So we are maybe in between the stressful periods or we're not there. And, you know, what, what can we do in order to not end up there? Well, I think... This is kind of key because we talk a lot about stress today and we tell people, okay, go and do some deep breathing exercises and (laughs) and everything, which can be really provocating, I guess, if you're really stressed, you know, and someone tells you, take some deep breaths and it's going to be fine. And it's not. So I think the answer here is, yes, there can be obstacles that you need help to remove from people around you. But I think the real key is to look within yourself and to really take charge 
be honest with yourself and, and dig deep and, and see what is it that I really want to do? What is it that is really important for me right now in, in life, in, in general, at work, at home? And just identify those things and really go and cut out the rest. Mm. Think about what is it that I want to do, what's important and, and get rid of the other things. Yeah, and, and look at, this could relate really well to the equality trap and what we talked about in the beginning, but look at what are the things that you're doing next week that really is, you know, mainly for for other people, but maybe that no one will not even notice if you don't do it. Yeah. What can you cut and just give that time to yourself? Yeah. And then I think it's looking in around your environment, trying to make it as stress-free as, as possible. Try to build it up. And yeah. that could be anything from from your how your room is set up and whether you buy an alarm clock rather than a phone <laughs> to have next to your bedside yeah, table. Yeah, how you set your morning routine. Exactly. And make it simple. And, and that's also the challenge because we write and talk and read about all these amazing things that you should do. And the thing is, what you see is the sum of what everyone is doing. But just pick a few. Pick the ones that matter most. And maybe don't be so ambitious with everything at every phase of your life. Think that you have a long, full life to live. So maybe there are certain cool things and stuff that you want to do. But you can do them in five or 10 or 15 years. And then there are certain things that you want to do now and be less ambitious about. Yes. So I think that is really our, our stress uh, list from start to end. Why it happens and, and how we can uh, deal with it. Yeah. So this is meant just as a little inspiration for you. And the big key is go back and, and have a little bit of an analysis of, of your status right now. So thank you for now. I'm about to close my bags and <laughs> hope to see as many as possible tomorrow in Stockholm. And uh, if you're not in Stockholm, follow us on Instagram, Ruse and Shine. So thank you everyone for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com